0: From stress and anxiety to success, part two.
1: Yeah, last time we told you we had so much information that we needed to kind of break this up into two parts. We want to quickly just run through what we talked about last time, stress. Do you want to define stress for us? Okay, I'll just really run through quickly. Stress is the emotional body's response to any exactly. demands or challenge, which can be physical, mental, or emotional. And it typically manifests through anxiety, fatigue, and irritability. Mm-hmm. For me, irritability is my big one, but other people have that. Also, stress will often trigger our flight or fight response. Exactly. Our adrenaline, cortisol, and it affects our health. When we look at success and what we learned from Napoleon Hill in the past was that we should always have this burning desire. Burning uh, the desire burning is most de- important. Right. So you have to look at stress as opportunities. And we talked about last time how stress and pressure are not the same thing. Pressure is like when you are in a car and you're in a Ferrari and you're going, you know, if someone presses on the gas in a Ferrari and you're going speed, that pressure on the gas to make the machine go is pressure. That's good. Now, if for whatever reason it's not working, not working properly, all of that is more stress related. We also talked about during COVID. I'm just kind of quickly running through COVID. We saw, so we had just recently gone through this major stress relief and many, many people started their businesses with it. Exactly. So stress created opportunity for many, many people. Let me see. Also, when we look at, here's what we're getting a little bit more into what we're talking about. We ended with um your homework assignment, which I hope you did. Which, But before we get to that, we were talking about inner peace, having some sort of Faith structure inside of you that understands that you are connected to the universe or the light or God or however it is that you see. When you close your eyes and seek guidance from above, from the universe, you can really sense the sense of calmness instead of like instead of this craziness that we come with. And then the practical thing that we kind of left you with was writing a definite plan of action for your sustaining your desire.
0: Exactly.
1: Right. That is kind of where we left you. So we left you with homework, right? So I hope you did your homework and you figured that out. And now we're going to talk a little bit more on how Napoleon Hill taught us to talk about failure, also just talking about failure in general from, from other things and how failure is actually opportunity in disguise. And nothing failure, failure is this fun thing, failure now we're just talking when you when you fail at something you typically have this this str- this stress inside of you this anxiety that makes you feel that you failed you couldn't do something right am i wrong like that's yeah. typically what's failure will cause us to have stress but the opposite is actually true if we can ignore this how does a baby learn to walk We learn our babies learn to walk from falling on their butts many, many times, and yet they eventually get up and learn to walk correctly. The same is true in business and in life. The more you fail, the more you will succeed. So if you do not try at all, you're never going to win. But trying and failing is actually a badge of honor. Many people fail in many things. Edison had 3,000 ideas, not all of them were the light bulb. So and he had many, many ideas, but failure is just something that doesn't work. And you learn from your failure. So it's a learned opportunity. Do you want to add anything with that?
0: Well, my wife said all of things about like a failure and ignoring it. I, I don't believe in that. I mean, ignoring actually is that when you ignore some things means you have it in back of your mind. But what we wanted to talk here is What, like what do you a, mean
1: by ignoring? To explain a little bit well, more deeper.
0: When so- you try to ignore something, it comes even stronger.
1: Ignore, okay. But Therefore, if you learn from your failure. What,
0: but What I wanted to say is shifting your consciousness or your thoughts toward the things that is going to help you, not ignoring that you failed. You accept your failure first.
1: You learn from your but, failure. That's what I meant, but not ignore. What,
0: but what we wanted to do mm. is really shifting our energy to a place that we wanted to start our success. And that's the seed that could be the advantage to us.
1: Well, I mean, maybe I used the wrong word, but we have to, if we fail at something, it's okay to fail. You have to give yourself leeway to fail. And all that anxiety and pressure is just going to, it's something inside of us making us not want to try again. That doesn't mean that we shouldn't try. It mean, and I'm not saying to ignore mm-hmm. it, I'm saying we have to learn what we did wrong and we don't do that again. Therefore, what are the steps?
0: Steps is first, acknowledging it. Second thing is accepting it. Third things, in some, some degree not go to the nitty-bitty to beat up yourself analyzing it while you learn while you failed and meaning that you can write it down or you can basically talk to yourself in the mirror and see how exactly affect and then what is that and then adjusting your approach. You no know? mm-hmm. that is that is what we need to do adjusting our approach to have the different approach to solve the problem.
1: We're using different words, but I think we have the same core concept there. But basically, Napoleon Hill talked about having a mastermind in these situations, which, I mean, we're our own mastermind. We're happy to talk to you uh, to be in our mastermind. Also, I think the mastermind is a great way to mention our, our little introduction, right? Yes. All right, so let's hit it. Hi, it's Alan Victoria. We are real estate agents at EXP. We love helping other real estate agents. Please go to agentwolves.com. We are super excited to have you there as one of our people. And then you can also be part of our our own mastermind that we're creating for you. So anyway, agentwolves.com, we're happy to have you there. We have a lot of freebies and giveaways on there as well.
0: Now, the second thing that we wanted to talk is basically overcoming the obstacles with resilience, no?
1: Okay, you want to go into that? Okay, I was going to talk a little bit more about masterminds. What are masterminds?
0: Okay, talk What are master- masterminds. What
1: are masterminds?
0: Well, well, it's a group of people, basically. They right. know we're, that we're... they share the same goal, the same things that they wanted to achieve, And they unite and put the ideas together to reach to that goal. So
1: It also means that if you do fail or you have this stress, if you have a mastermind group where we're all talking about, well, what did you learn from this, you're more likely to see it as just a learning opportunity rather than... Complete failure, never try again because you have people who are like-minded individuals. Exactly. Right. So it's a great idea to have like-minded indi- individuals all the time with you. Now let's talk about your desire to overcome that stress.
0: Desire to overcome that stress. <laughs> or- I mean, I-, I talk about like a resilience. Okay, no? talk about it. And to me, like, is when the the very simple things is when you have tricycle when you were mm-hmm. a kid, no. And uh first you you when you go out, if especially in the summer, you look at the other kids and say, oh, I wanted to do that, like the other kids like they, they have bicycle, they're riding on the bicycle and so excited. And then what you do, your parents usually they use that tricycle and handhold you each steps that you will stop falling and then you don't give up and you just keep continue and after a while you can keep your balance and riding the bicycle on your own, no? no?
1: But here's the thing about that with that bicycle or the tricycle. You have to have a desire to do it. For instance, if I took every – the one time a year it snows in North Carolina in my area because it snows once a year. I said, we're going to go build a snowman. I'm so excited, kids. And let me tell you, the kids go out – our kids are young. We go outside. They get – we're like, okay, we're building the snowman. And about two minutes later, they're done. They don't want to build a snowman. Their hands are cold. They're like not that into it. They just want to do some snow angels and leave because their desire to build the snowman – is not that strong. Like, it was more my desire of, well, let's build a snowman, kids. However, now, if you do, have a, the stronger your desire is, and if my kids are truly, truly wanted to build a snowman, and they put their efforts into building that snowman, we would have a snowman for that one day of snow, right? But it doesn't happen always because the desire isn't strong. So, and when your desire isn't strong, this is when stress, anxiety, everything comes into play of, am I good enough? Is it going to happen for me? And it's and what is or the we, desire? We, what is
0: the desire really? Desire
1: is whatever it is that you truly want. And go deep with it. I think you need to go deep. Don't just say, I well, want a better life for my family. I think... Figure out exactly what it is you want to give your family, because I think I want to do better for my family is a simple answer, right? You want to go deeper than that. You want to say, what is it I want to provide for my kids? What is it I want to provide for myself, my spouse? What is it that I want to give to them? Figure that out on a deeper level that you want to offer. Notice how I'm saying give, 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 right? Desire is often connected to giving. So there's also that I wanted to add there. So our stress and anxiety often come because we do not have, we haven't analyzed where that desire comes from. So how do you, how do you, how do you hold it though? When, when the world is burning and there's stress all around you and everybody else is stressed, how do you handle, how do you keep your desire at that point?
0: Well, actually I was listening to, you know, Vendaya book, the past, two weeks about wishing fulfilled. And what I learned from the desire is basically is that your mental attitude is. Because we are, we came from, you know, the source of the universe, the energy, you can call it God, Buddha, whatever is your religion, your belief is. And then we connect to that and we say it that I am that person. No, Mm -hmm. that's, that's the God said in the Bible, I am that I am means all of us, we have this inside of us that we are Mm -hmm. from who we came from, which is the light, the source of energy, God, whatever you can call it. And we are not into the belief, no, the analyzing the belief. And then when you focus on that, that you are from what you came from. And what you came from is the source of all abundance, the source of all the light, the source of all the prosperity, the source of all being and every wishing that is already been fulfilled, which brings us to parallel universe. At the same time that we are here physically, at the same time we are connected to that version, that perfect version that we are. And then my belief at this point is, when I, every time that I connect myself to that perfect version which I am, came from, and focus completely on that without any external factors affecting me in the deeper energy level, not just the physical surface, that's what I have the desire to fulfill my destiny. No,
1: let's break this down in a different like. He that was beautiful what he said, right? That was totally beautiful. I was watching you, not the camera. But however, I want to kind of break this down in a different way as well because when we're talking about human beings and what's what we are, and that was very that was very metaphysical and very beautiful. But let's talk about it in in habits and forming our habits exactly. because habits form success, and that daily practices come from. Sin. From success. Now, in Habits of Highly Effective People, which is another great book, we can you can talk about how all of us when we're born as infants, we are completely dependent upon our parents, the world, if nobody fed us, we would die within hours as infants, right? So, that's just natural. We come from being completely dependent on everybody.
0: And the receiver, just the receiver. Receiving,
1: right, we're receiving. Now, when we become teenagers we start becoming super and some people are later than others so i mean it's not like perfect like teenagers do this but we become very independent nature and this is when a lot of people get stuck i can do everything on my own and i need to do everything on my own so i can i'm going to start doing everything 100 percent But the problem with that is that we're still not really connected to our higher power and we're not connected to each other. Notice how I told you earlier to go deeper with your desire than just say, I want to take care of my family because... Everything becomes from interdependence of the universe, of God, of us, of what we want to do for others, because we are all connected to each other. So it's not just I am dependent or independent. When you run your business and you are running your business in a specific way, of, let's say you have a problem of, what's it, my, my staff is talking too much and I'm not, they're not working enough, right? Just making up an example, how do you focus on that? You can't tell her, uh, oh, stop talking. You're, you're like, stop talking. You're not you're not yelling at people. That's not how you that's not effective management. How do you do that? You go inside and you say, you know, I hired you for good reason because I know you're an amazing person for this posi- position position. Mm-hmm. I know you can do these things. That is all of, all of your skills are you can do these tasks that I gave you. So I would I would instead encourage you to focus on what you are great at and really focus on what you're good at. And notice how I didn't just yell in that situation. We focused it on getting someone to do something instead of talking. It can be anything though, because that's how we look at the world. But how do you even get to that point? Because internally, internally, I understand that I can't yell at anybody. It's not gonna work. Where did that come from? Maybe I got yelled at. I did get yelled at when I was a kid a lot. And I realized it doesn't work on me. And so when I was running free from being independent, it didn't work on me. What exactly. does work on me when I'm part of a team, Um, when I am part of a group? And by understanding who I am on a deeper level, I become a better person. I become a better I look at the inside of who I am, figure out what that is, and then become a better person at that. And when I'm a better person, I'm a better manager, I'm a better business owner, I can manage my failures, I can manage my stress so much easier.
0: Okay. That's me. Therefore, that is also part of the mastermind that we were talking about? Yeah.
1: Okay. Why not?
0: Therefore, that's how you share your success and also all of your intuition and what is your internal desire with other people? Right. And yeah.
1: my desire could be, it could be just some specific task that I want done. It can be a bigger desire, but no, really be honest with yourself. What is your desire? And I mean, if you want to go on specific things, look up what you want to take your kids on and. I want to take my kids to Disney World, hypothetically, right? Disney World isn't on my top list, but let's just say, hypothetically say Disney World's my top thing I want to take my kids to by the end of next year. And Disney World probably going to cost us $10,000. I'm making it up. It can probably be done cheaper. I don't really want to go to Disney World. I'm just making up a desire right now. Just so, so my husband doesn't freak out because I know him, he'd be like, $10,000, what are you thinking? So I'm putting it out there. I'm not really thinking that. And I'm not saying it would be that much. Even if we did it. But either way. If I really focused on I'm going to do this for my kids, there are ways I can make that happen every single month. And because I'm focused on this specific goal of I want to do this for my kids, and it's not for me, it's for them. It will get more likely to be done. And notice how here's the key with what I just said. It is a definite purpose that I want to do. Like it's a goal clear in my mind what I'm and I stated how much it's going to cost, what I need to do to get there. And that's what we need to do with our businesses.
0: And also Beside a definite por- purpose, you put down that how much you're going to sacrifice for your that goal to get to that point.
1: Well, it's that not even about sacrifice. Person. I don't think that's true. I think if you have a specific burning desire. I mean, desire... when I'm saying
0: sacrifice means how much you wanted to put energy into yes. it, how you wanted to work on right. it. I have that's to have a burning
1: sacrifice. desire.
0: That's the sacrifice. That's... You're sacrificing the time that you have given to
1: I get sacrificed uh, something else. But I don't always look at it as I gave away something because now I have a goal. and working towards the goal. I'm working towards the purpose and this purpose. And I, I highly recommend having a much bigger goal than taking your kids to Disney World. Have a million-dollar business. Have a $20 million business. Focus all of your energy on what you're going to do with that business and that money. Have a really clear picture in your mind, like I just talked about Disney World, and what you're going to have to do to get there. So have a very clear, same idea with your business, have a big, definite goal. Um, and in your life, even if you're not having a business right now and you're thinking of starting a business, in life, if the more you have a burning desire, the more happier you actually are because you're working towards something that you truly desire, And that takes away all stress. So let's talk about these daily practices. Exactly,
0: daily practice. And (laughs) what I wanted to add really, and uh, again, I learned this from the book, Wishing Fulfilled, that we are working, let's say that we have 24 hours and break it down this 24 hours to three sections. And the last section that we wanted to talk about is the going to sleep. Therefore, one third of our day is sleeping, no? For two-thirds, the 2 two-third of it, You're which is during to during the I'm not talking about that. <laughs> I'm talking about two-thirds of that is when we are awake, no? And we are dealing with our consciousness, which is could be our thoughts, our action, our words, and our gratitude that we are doing the thing and during the day. And then we hold this all consciousness to our subconscious during the night. No. Therefore, the subconscious actually cannot realize between a thought and action is all connected to infinite computer program that we call it the universe. And then everything that we put during the day is going just transferred to this universal computer. And that's why when you go with the positive mindset with the gratitude to the sleep, then this computer generates more abundance, more prosperity, more love, more whatever you wanted to achieve in your life. And the second thing is, if you don't do it and you are thinking of just failure, sadness, just before going to bed, again, this consciousness transferred to your subconscious like the computer that computer, and generate over and over. Therefore, everything that we do or who we are right now is really, is a product of that what we did with our consciousness and subconscious at the present moment. And now... Now yes. let's
1: talk us into the daily one, right? Because exactly. I wrote down daily rituals, and he talked about the philosophical beautifully again. Beautifully, why? So let's talk about it from the morning. What do we do when we wake up in the morning? You can start your day with gratitude. One hundred percent being grateful is going to help you achieve everything i know that's counterintuitive but even if you wake up and you only have a bowl of cereal to eat be grateful for that bowl of cereal that you have to eat because it's something and there are people who don't have cereal so just be and don't think about that and think about yourself and how grateful you are for that little cup of cereal also start your day visualizing your goals for the day what are you going to achieve and add in gratitude every single second of the day. The more we are excited and grateful, the more we align with that subconscious that you were talking about. It stills a deep sense of appreciation with everything. So when you're going about your day with a smile on your face because you're just so grateful for whatever is going to happen, Go, you're going to work or you're, going, you're driving in the car and you're just excited because your day is going Makes with sense. gratitude and you have some sort of goal.
0: Exactly. And I wanted to add to this, when you basically imagining achieving your goal, is has a couple of stages into it, base of the books. And one of the most important ingredients of this, achieving your goal, is like that you're feeling. First, you're feeling, and how much all this thing that you imagining, because power of imagination is one of the kind that God gives us that grant, that no other... I don't know, vegetables, animals have that. And therefore, this is a unique gift from the source of being God, no? And then we, if we bring that feeling and also at the same time, how much is natural to you to see yourself with everything at the present moment that you achieve? You have them already. You feel them. And then that's going to be your natural estate of your being.
1: That's great. Now we talk about how you should definitely wake up in the morning with this gratitude. Second thing to do during the day is find moments. I'm not telling you to stop what you're doing every single second, but whenever you've done one thing or you've accomplished one small task, check your email, whatever small task it might be, right? A very something simple. You got to the office on time. We just take Five seconds and we kind of review what, review our goal and why we are so grateful that we just did the actual tasks that were there. And always focus on our goal and focus on gratitude. Those are the two key things that we need. And then in the evening, again, what are we doing before we go to bed? You're really great at this. You are really good at ref- today. You, you sit down and you force yourself to be positive. We should remember what our successes were, what And if we failed, here's a tip. Say we failed at something spectacularly, you fell on your face flat. You say, you know what? I didn't, here's the thing. I tried, but I didn't put my full effort into that. And I'm gonna try again tomorrow. And I'm gonna do it better because I really didn't put all my energy into it I'm going to fix that tomorrow. I'm going to do it again, and it's going to be way better. So notice how I took that negative and I still flipped it into okay. I didn't. I didn't do what I. I was eating M and M's, and I wasn't focused on the road, and something happened. Um, just something small. I focus on something. I'm going to say it positive. We're always going to try to stay in the evening to have a positive mindset. Yeah. So even if something spectacularly bad happened, positive mindset in the evening. Transform yes. that negative into a positive.
0: Therefore, the key is here, never, 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 when you're angry, when you're upset, when you have negative thoughts, you lay on the bed. And then before you're going to do meditation, some breathing, whatever it works for you, you know. It's not about all the spirituality, it's about how exactly works for you, that you don't go with that negative mindset, because again, you're giving your consciousness all to the computer program, subconsciousness, all the night, and it works on it all the time. Therefore, if you give them, feeding them with the positive, it's going to generate more positivity, and failure, more failure.
1: Right. So, and I also want to add this old adage that, I mean, I grew up learning that- when you go to bed angry, you just stay angry. Or So this is why a lot of couples will work out whatever's going on with them. And we, I, I force you to do it sometimes where we talk about whatever's bothering us in order to try to go to sleep with a more positive energy. Like the problem is solved. Everything is done. Situation done. Situation averted. Finished. Mission complete. Even if it's, you know, giving up on something I didn't want to do, still mission complete. We get over it. And when we move on to something else and we turn that negative into a positive, so it's good with relationship, it's good with everything. Now let's talk about transforming our mindset from victim to grateful.
0: Gratitude, yes, exactly. Therefore, this is like a really aligning ourselves, our thoughts, really with being from negative to really focusing on gratitude no well
1: i mean you have to believe before we get there if you believe you're a total victim to something that everybody else has this power and you have no power then you're not giving yourself enough credit because you have the power to change everything in your life every single second of every single day you are not a victim you are in control of your power does god give us gifts 100 do we are we blessed 100 but do we go out there and do our best all the time? And are we not a victim? We are we are controlling as much as we can every single day. Will the universe throw curveballs at us? Of course.
0: And I oh. think this here is actually, is not just the power of belief, is that affirmation comes and play a very key role. In, and, and I know that it works for me. Like everything that you see or something failed something you failed in something you know in that daily life and you're repeating with yourself i am in charge of my life you know that i am that again comes where source of our universe from a god that's the power that gave us and it's the present moment. It's not, I will be happy. I will be having more money. You know, it's not about the future because we, are, we have that power to connect to that universe. You're saying so you focus universe. on
1: the present moment.
0: Present moment. We are talking about every word that we are using is the present moment. Not. We are not wishing for anything. Wishing means we don't have it and we are trying to get it. And that is completely different,
1: right? And then also, how do you go from victimhood into saying, "I am present moment gratitude"? And I think if you had gratitude and you have a positive mental attitude, you will achieve more every single day than somebody who just lacks goals, lacks attention. And then, what did what what was Napoleon Hill's advice? Do you remember? You going the extra going the extra, extra mile. mile. You yes. want to explain it now?
0: Yeah. I think for like a, for me as a real estate agent sometimes is going extra mile is helping because not every cases are the no, same as some not. cases are difficult no going extra mile like we had a client a while ago that for every single things that we needed to do we need to go to their house get the signature come back therefore it was just it was constant, you know, a constant you providing, and that's that they become a homeowner, no? Therefore, this going extra mile, it helps you to overcome your limitations, no? Mm-hmm. That's what we wanted to talk about,
1: right? So, and we, by staying positive and grateful and giving, I think with that, with that specific case, we ended up saying, you know what, all of this is for God at the end of the day. With yeah. that specific case, where like everything is one hundred percent for God. With this one, let's let's do our lot of conclusion. Let's talk about everything we talked about in the last two videos. Because- therefore
0: first we talk about the stress management how to shift basically your positive thinking and having gratitude during the day as my wife said is really good even you think that you are overwhelmed with the load of the work at any time of the day step even for thirty seconds just talk to the source of being that who whoever you believe and ask And be grateful, no, to Mm -hmm. whatever till now is being given to you, granted to you, no. And what else and you that?
1: have to have central you have to have a desire you must have a a burning desire, as Napoleon Hill called it yes. you have to have a desire so clear in your head, like I talked about with the Disney World example, but for your business or you want to have or for your life you have a very clear what do you want to do what is it you want to achieve and the more you can have a clear vision of that, you will have a more burning desire, which is what he's talking about so have a A challenge, uh, and if you hit a wall and say, oh, all the flights are canceled that I wanted to fly out of, you're going to figure out a way to get to a different airport if it's Disney World, right? Or if you're in your business, you hit a wall and you can't pass that wall, you're going to find a ways around the wall instead of just saying, oh, I give up. Exactly. So giving up is the opposite of success. And then last thing we want to talk about is learning. Third
0: thing is really learning from your failure and with the attitude of gratitude, and really thinking of about first, as we said, acknowledging it, accepting it as a fact that it happened, and then have a plan that how you can put the effort, how you can set your goals, and how you can be grateful to overcome that challenge
1: right so let's bring us back to uh, i want to just end with reinforcing positivity and gratitude are your keys to overcoming any sort of stressful situation and then when somebody applies pressure like they're hitting the gas on that ferrari then it doesn't matter because it's just pressure to make you perform better that's fine stress is when you can't take that pressure and then it all falls apart because you weren't grateful you you weren't you weren't there, right? A failure happened, but when then we switched that again to being positive and being grateful and understanding what happened. So we will fix it next time or we will find a new solution. Because if you if something completely is thing, you have to find a new way and being grateful helps us get there.
0: Exactly. And I wanted to add to, okay. add to this a love too, to this uh, mm-hmm. gratitude and positivity, love for who you are, Love what what you do for a living and at the end be gr- grateful no mm-hmm. therefore that love is is like a a miracle ingredient to all the gratitude and positivity.
1: Absolutely. So we hope you loved our podcast. We are be back next week talking about more ways to help us grow our businesses by looking inward. I think when we look inward, we are grateful and we are positive. We achieve more. And next week is actually a great topic that I'm very excited to talk to you about. And I don't exactly. remember what it is, but I'll put it in the comments. <laughs>
0: and we love to have you in the Agent Wolfpack if Absolutely. you are real estate agents. And And
1: if you're not a real estate agent, you still want to connect with us. We have agents worldwide that we can help connect you with. So we're happy to connect you. And you go to Alan Alan Victoria, connect with us, and we'll point you in the right direction.
0: Thank you.